everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Royal Strong and True Podcast. We are very excited to be with you this week because we get to recap March Madness. There's a lot going on in this March. We get to review March Madness. We get to, re- we get to recap the UTFL. We get to recap BYU Spring Football. There's a lot on the docket. Before we get to it, we want to make sure that you're following us on Instagram and Twitter at Loyal2RoyalPod. There's a lot of fun stuff on there that you can find, a lot of interactive stuff as well. Make sure you're following us there. Leave a review for the episode if you like it. Download the episode as well. Let's get into it. Let's boot. Don't tag us. But that field judge on the far side is in their pocket, man. Go over here, yes, right? Let's back this ruler. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Let's go wild, Let's man. Go, baby. Let's go. Welcome in to our royal listeners. Ooh, that's a new one. Yeah, the loyal royals. Well, yeah, the, the royal, royal loyals also. Ah, Both royal loyals. Loyal to our royal. Um, this is another episode of a certain podcast. You should know what it is by now. Probably. Pop quiz, <laughs> what's the name? Yes, shout it out loud right now. Yes, wherever you, know you what are. what it's called. It's free advertising for us. <laughs> uh, let's get started. I want each of you to get your vacuums because if you're like us, you've probably been spending lots of time in your living rooms, around your television, and you might want to do some cleaning up between rounds here. So get your vacuums and do some housekeeping. Absolutely. The vacuum is like the gauze uh, for boxers when they like kind of tidy up their face a little bit in between yeah, rounds. Yeah, touch up a bit. Yeah, that's what the vacuum is right now is we're in between the first rounds and the Sweet 16. Uh, and speaking of, how are we recovering from the long weekend, you guys? Well, first of all, vacuums. We have lots of underdogs and vacuuming is for riling up your dog as well hey, true well, i think that's go. a pretty good tie-in uh yeah it was, it, was, it, was, it was a really good weekend uh you know with all of the college basketball going on got to watch a ton of it got to see all of the upsets which we're going to talk about later get the heal up from my football game we'll talk about that a little bit Absolutely. later but yeah how, how was you how was your guys this week um it was amazing honestly <laughs> just a very enjoyable time morning till night Lots yeah. of fun games to watch. 24 hours. Lots of, of distractions. Yeah. Lots of bliss, you know. Can't complain. Uh, bliss is a perfect word. Bliss. <laughs> I completely tuned out the entire world for four <laughs> days this weekend, and it was there awesome. It was. There's no better time to be alive. Uh, speaking of uh, life... We had <laughs> Jared, but Jared kills it again with his transition. Trying to come up roll. with a witty one there. Speaking, um, speaking of, of rolling, speaking of things in life, <laughs> uh, Ted Lasso. Yeah, first episode came out last week. Uh, did we all watch it. I did not have a chance it. to watch it. Uh-oh. Jared, guys, I'm not lying. Jared. All I did was watch basketball this week. Oh, I did nothing. Come <laughs> nothing on, else. you had other day. You had time. Come on, it's like I had 40 time minutes. for Ted Lasso. Yeah, uh, how do, you guys obviously have watched it, so let's spoil it for the listeners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll how good was it? Go through the whole plot for you. I remember asking um, Dan what it was like, and he was like, "It's like coming home." 
Yeah, it is. It's like when I got home from my mission and, you know, I was home again. All these people I loved. Same exact feeling. Same exact magnitude. Exactly the same in every way. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of an interesting episode. Like, obviously, like, we're only in the first episode. It's still developing, so nothing we say will, like, really spoil anything right now. But, like, we're back into the, the Ted Lasso story with his, you know, his ex-wife. Mm, back true. into that the yeah. turmoil that that's causing him Got that going uh, on I, I don't know Dan I don't know what you think but you know there's there's some new weird things too where Ted Lasso's being goofy but obviously they've just been promoted so they want to win and Rupert's team is projected to win whereas you mm, know yeah. you know Ted Lasso's team is projected to go to get relegated this past year and then to, why am I forgetting why, Nate no, 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 Nate? no. Oh, why, why am I forgetting Nate. the the owner lady's name? Uh, Rebecca? Yeah, Rebecca. I don't know why yeah, I forgot Rebecca's yeah. name. But then, like, Rebecca's mad at him, like, Ted Lasso, you need to stop being so charismatic and care more about winning. Win the games. And then there's, like, that whole storyline of, like, she, like, wants him to be more serious, but then, like, it resolves itself within, like, within the space of, like, 15 minutes in the episode. I don't, it, it just felt like the entirety of season one happened in 10 minutes. I don't know if you agree then. Interesting. Mm, yeah. I'm not sure if it's if that part is over yet. I mean, I guess okay. we'll, we'll, it's still early. We'll probably see how yeah, how Ted Lasso deals with having greater expectations in the Premier League and cuz when he was first hired, she hired him so that he would lose or Right. Something like that. Run it mm-hmm. into the ground. Yeah. yeah, but now she actually wants him to win games, and they're in the top division. So, yeah, we'll have to see how he deals with that. Okay. Nate's a freaking tool. Yep. Yes. Nate, he's a jerk. <clears throat> the Wonder Kid, as they say. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. And he was Wonder like, Kid, more like the Wonder Dud. Reading Woo! all the tweets about himself. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Still does Get still a little ego that. boost. Okay. Yeah. Stroke his ego a little bit. Does he have gray hair now? In the promo, he has gray hair. He has so very gray. gray hair. Yes. It was a very quick transition. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> There's some frosted tips. It's yeah. Obviously what's going on there. Very yeah. frosted. Frosted tip. Rupert's a freaking weirdo, like always. Oh, yeah. Creep. Yeah. Pervert. Yeah. yeah. Kind of creepy dude. <laughs> Fun stuff. There's, Lots of good stuff. There's a nice... Uh, I don't know. They, they do a good job of painting Rupert's whole team as like the bad guys yeah good good we'll, we'll see how it pans out you got some good villains there's a sewer yeah. there's a sewer yeah look there's out for sewer. the sewer whoa whoa whoa, sewer. whoa 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 don't don't miss it no spoilers there, there's a sewer in the episode so, okay see if you can point it out while you're watching that's a royal strong and true tidbit <laughs> a little uh, scavenger hunt don't listen. miss it don't miss the sewer um how about we talk about some real uh sport Okay. That they portray in Ted Lasso. Yeah, speaking of. Yeah. This would be an easy transition for you, Jared. <laughs> you can do it. Speaking of. <laughs> I guess you guys did it. Speaking of. Uh... Football. Hey. Oh my goodness. That was a good one. I've done it. I've done a good transition. You did it. You actually have. <laughs> um, yeah, should we go real Salt Lake first? Yeah, what? let's do it. They had a bye week. Nice. Nice. Hey. The question is, we always have to ask the question. Yes. Did they win the bye? I'm going to say no. <laughs> oh, no. Because what happened? There's an international window okay. starting okay. this week. It's, it's going on. For listeners that don't understand footy, what is an international it's window? It's when the national teams have games, and most leagues don't play during that time. MLS does. 
for some reason. Oh, shocker. Yeah. The teams can choose to send their players or to keep them if they're requested. Um, so we're during this window, we'll be missing like four, three, four key players for our next game. So that's why I say we lost the bye week because yeah. we lost those players for our, our next game. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's definitely an L. Yeah, and the, the the team we are playing is a brand new team, mm. oh. St. Louis City FC. Pushover, St. Louis City FC. Yeah, you'd expect them to be bad because it's their first year ever being a pro team. Actually, they're four and out, and they're top of the whole league. Oh, Golden Knights situation. Probably. <laughs> yeah. I just think it's interesting that St. Louis City, abbreviated, is SLC. I know. Like Salt Lake Whoa. City. Isn't it crazy? Uh-huh. So this is a revenge game for Real Salt Lake then. The, yeah. The winner of this gets to be the Real Salt Lake. The winner is SLC. <laughs> True. Yeah. Hey, good good call, Dan. <laughs> um, yeah, like I mentioned, there's an international games this week that includes the U.S. And oh, that transition. a Royal Strong and True Nugget. There's a Utah native on our national team squad. Oh. He's from Eden, Utah. Anyone know where Eden, Utah is? I have no clue. No clue. It's nope. up in the mountains by Ogden. Oh. Like a snow basin area. Kind of by Utah State. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Ogden, Utah okay. State up okay. there. Uh, his name is Taylor Booth. He's from, went to the RSL Academy, and now he's playing in the Netherlands. And yeah, he's had quite a quite a rise over the past few months. So. Oh, cool. If you're interested, keep an eye on him. Very nice. Yeah, Taylor Booth. Taylor Booth. Uh, that's good to hear. I like it when Utah native, especially the RSL Academy guys, yeah, start to get good. their, uh, you know, their recognition. Making his way their to flowers. the top level. Yeah, getting his flowers. His yeah. flowers. Floor. He better not rest on his laurels, though. No, 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 no. No, he's no. got to he's got to work. Certainly not. Uh, anyway, the NWSL also starts this week. Yes. Uh, we have several BYU players in the league. Ashley Hatch with the Washington Spirit. Yeah. Like uh, to give you updates. Michaela Colohan Clough with the Orlando Pride. Colohan Clough. And Cam Tucker with the New Jersey, New the whatever the Gotham FC is. It's like New G- City, New Jersey. <laughs> she is New on, City, New Jersey. She New York switched City. teams, actually. Oh, she oh, did? She's, she's yeah. not on the New News City. News to me. She's not on the New City, New Jersey, Gotham City. Yeah, the New Jersey, <laughs> New York, Gotham City, Gotham FC soccer team. Yeah. <laughs> not that one. She got bad vibes there. It's a little too dark, too much She's crime. on a yeah. much simpler team, Houston Dash. Mm. Ah, yeah. I like it. A lot easier to pronounce. Yes. Yeah. I, no wonder she went there. Yeah, it's 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 a, definitely a good career move for that. It's a lot easier to fit on your resume. Like if you're trying to fit everything like on mm. one line in your True. resume. Yeah. New York City, Gotham City, New Jersey City, Gotham's. F- very, FC. 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 <laughs> yeah, that that last C pushes it into two lines on your resume. Yeah, it's on the second page now. Not yes. aesthetic. Look yeah, bad. Very bad. No so, yeah, higher. Got yeah. it. You gotta switch it. Leave that entire time off your resume. Yeah. Say you, you took a gap year. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay. That's proper football. That's proper football. Uh, <laughs> speaking of world sports, I'm just gonna give one quick little shout out. Ooh, I don't even okay, care about okay. the sport, and we don't really even think that this is a sport, but we have to mention when USA dominates. Uh, okay. World Baseball Classic is going on right now. Oh, Do we yes. care? Not really. I don't really know what that is. Nope. In the semifinals, United States be- beat Cuba. 14 to 2. So, uh, Ooh, frick you, Cuba. Cuba. Not the first the time semis. we beat Cuba. Capitalism for the win. Yes. <laughs> Take that, you dirty coin. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure our, Good stuff. those that listen to this podcast that, and, that remember the Cold War are probably like high on life right now. Cold War Part 2. <laughs> take that, Fidel. Yeah, yes. take that, Castro. <laughs> uh, all right. 
let's move on to American football. Yeah. Uh, I think we have to mention the XFL, even though I did not watch a lick of it this weekend. Boo. Oh. Right, you get a pass. You get a pass. March Madness. I get a pass on everything from March Madness. Yes. Uh, Dan, you are definitely in the best shape mm-hmm. uh, yep. as, as the podcast goes. As a diehard DC Defenders fan, I'm happy to report that we are now 5-0. Yep. Respect. The beer snake. Yeah, beat, beat St. Louis over the weekend. The so. defenders are undefeated ever since they have announced that the beer snake would be allowed under certain rules. Mm. Mm. Football gods. Must mm. be playing a role in this one. Yeah, my Sea Dragons were on a three-game win streak, which is surprising Okay. Uh, after watching Ben Nanucci the first two games. Yeah. Started out a very rough 0-2. Nucci, very Nucci. rough. Speaking of rough, huh? Huh? we beat the rough next. There you go, Jared. Hey. There you go. He's getting it. I'm on a roll, baby. Um, going to Vegas. Anyway, uh, yeah, we beat the rough next. Rough next were undefeated before that. Mm-hmm. And we pulled out the dub. That's pretty big. Like, we might actually be back, baby. Okay. It's Justin, are you guys back? The Brahmas are not back. Uh-oh. Uh, I, I forget what the two classifications are. It's either the Indian god or the... What was the other option uh, for what a cow. Is? It's a cow, It's I like think. a cow something. Or a bird, also. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to leave like this that. up. Because their logo is like a cow head, right? Yeah, yeah. A Brahma is... But it's definitely the Hindu god of, like, procreation or something. Yeah. Yeah, 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 the creator. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. Brahma, the creator. There's also a Brahma chicken. That's okay. right. It's the chicken. And okay. then it's a, the chicken. A Brahma, Brahmin cow. With the yeah. So right Brahman. now we're definitely <laughs> playing like freaking chickens. We suck. We are just the most awful team in the league. We've lost, I think, three straight now, which is no bueno. We're losing to the bottom barrel of the team. At least we're not. We weren't playing in the toilet bowl where the Vegas Vipers and the Orlando Guardians were playing, both with zero wins. The Vipers actually won in a thriller. They both scored like over 30 points. So Wow. But we did beat the Vipers. Okay. Even though it was kind of fluky, we did beat the Vipers. So that means we are not the worst team in the league. You're so transit league fifth place. Middle of the pack. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Because there, there's it, eight I'll of us, it. right? So, yeah, we're... The middle isn't a- just the middle effect- one. Effectively, plus or minus one, the middle of the pack. Yeah. Your margin yeah. of error, like, in stats is, like, plus or minus three. You yeah. are the middle. Yeah. yeah, and that was there you go. a fact. Call yeah. us Malcolm because we can't argue middle. with that. <laughs> uh, we also had some big news. If you were following along on our Instagram, oh. we had exclusive coverage of the Utah Tackle Football League Week One. I'm gonna turn it over to Justin here. Man of the match, absolutely demolished Man this poor guy match. that tried to tackle him on his little screen Highlight pass play. Uh, but you did fall 21 to six to the Ducks. But we did. It, it's okay. First game jitters is all right. See, I'm actually really proud of our guys. You know, I've had a couple days to think on it. We lost 21 to six, so we lost by two scores to the defending champions. We were in second to the last place in the league last year, mm-hmm. so we are in a pretty good spot. Given the fact that though we lost 21 to six, one of their touchdowns was an absolute fluke. Jared, you saw. Oh, he had all, absolute all crap. ten of his toes on the line. I was I was standing right by the referee. Everything was out of bounds. Every terrible call. Everything was out of bounds. Okay, so there was that to begin with. And then we got into the red zone twice and couldn't punch it in. A quarterback fumbled it when he got hit from behind and threw an interception. Fumble wasn't his fault. The interception, he was slipped in the mud. So we love Kyle. We're not going to put any blame on him. He played a, a heck of a game and delivered some absolutely beautiful deep balls as well. Nice. It was, We were in that game. We had chances to oh, win. Yeah. We had chances to be there. And I think that we are going to do a lot better when we face the Ducks come the playoff time because... 
honestly, like our guy, our team is full of a bunch of guys that are. This is their first year back into the league, right? Guys that haven't played since high school, myself included, in a competitive game. The Ducks have been all playing together for forever. They've been playing together forever, and, you can and tell. they play in another league as well. So they are. Oh shoot! They are absolutely they are well-oiled machine. They are well-oiled machine. Yeah. They are in practice. They are doing all of their stuff. Absolutely respect to them for you know coming out and laying the wood. But I will say, they did not tackle me once. <laughs> I caught the ball once, and I ran the ball twice. One time, I tried to sidestep and slipped in the mud. The field was horrible. It sounds it was horrible. like there's a lot of mud. The second on. time, it was just a two-yard run where I just got stood up, and we all stood up, and they couldn't bring me down. And the other one was when I absolutely freaking trucked that fool. <laughs> and you probably would have scored if you would have been able to put a foot in the ground. Yeah, no, I slipped again. <laughs> so all in all, I'm kind of rambling on here, but we were in the game. I'm proud of our guys. We played really hard. We shut them out in the second half. Ducks haven't been shut out in half in a long time, probably. I don't know. I'm making up that statistic up, but it sounds right. Yeah. Love my guys. Love the team. Jared, you you came. I'm grateful for that. Immediately when you came, I set you up on the chain crew. Sorry about that. I didn't know that. <laughs> I got paid for it. I didn't know that we were, we were going to have it. people for the chain gang, but yes, you did get paid. So I roped into that. that one. Anyway, I'm, I'm just going on and on and on. Tell me your... Um, observations, Jared, as a bystander. Uh, it was awesome. It was actually really fun. It was like it was a lot like high school ball. Like <laughs> yeah. guys were just kind of having fun, just chirping it. The chirping was nonstop. Both sides yeah. of the ball. It was ridiculous. Holy crap! It was so ridiculous. And then both sidelines had like music blaring and like it was it was it kind of felt like an NBA game where it was like just kind of just chilling, you know? Like, but it was fun. Um, you guys had that game. Like I know the tw- we score is twenty-one to six, but. Without those two, and there might have even been a third turnover, it just wasn't yeah. in the red zone. Mm-hmm. Without those turnovers, you guys are right in that game. You have a chance to win. Yeah. So, I, great first game, like you said, against the defending champs. Like That's like when Utah State plays Alabama out of the gate. You're just like, you know what? <laughs> We're going to do our best, and then we'll take it, and we'll move on. And then you're going to go and win the rest of your games. Like It was, it was awesome. You guys have a, a good team. Yeah. just got to put it together. Tell you what, the Ducks look beatable. They are definitely beatable. They are definitely beatable. We were in that game. All we have to do is clean up our execution a little bit. We got killed over the middle of the field, kind of deep. You know, they, they got behind our middle linebackers and in front of our safeties. We're going to clean that up so that, you know, we can, you know, not allow those big. Because we had them in third and long and fourth and long situations multiple times. multiple times. But they just kept completing it to that same area of the field to, comp- to convert those. So we were pretty good on the edges. We were really good deep. We were really good deep and to the side. We struggled deep in the middle. If we can clean that up, our defense is going to be unstoppable. We'll shut them out in both halves. Won't be an issue beating them in the playoffs. 21-0, to zero, baby. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. No. Yes, 21-0 to zero works. We just have to win by at least 15 points so that yeah. we beat them and then also transitively. Yes. The aggregate. You win yes, the series. The aggregate. Yes. aggregate. Aggregate, <laughs> we are better as well. Yeah, very fun though. Very yeah. fun. It's a fun Great. league. Yeah. You got a game on Saturday? This Saturday we do not have a game, but we okay. do have a we do have a game on what's that the date of that next Saturday? Is it the 31st? Uh, let's see. Let's see. I'm 20. trying to click on my calendar. Yeah, just uh, Saturday the 1st. Saturday the 1st. Yes, Saturday the 1st at noon Crescent Elementary, we take on the Voodoo. Should be uh, a really fun game. We've scrimmaged them already. We kind of know what we're getting there. It's going to be a really fun game. We will update you next week as well. You are all invited. It will be a blast. Yes. 
It is it is awesome. Bring a chair. I didn't bring a chair, and mm. I was like, oh shoot, I don't know what I was thinking. This is an elementary school, not a high school. <laughs> well, hey, <laughs> you didn't bleachers. need one because you were on chain gang. Exactly. Yeah. So it was perfect. Don't bring a chair, guys. <laughs> um, yeah. Some other uh, real football news that we have. True. Is uh, at our own Brigham Young University or Bingham Young. Bingham Young. Bingham. If you're playing the video game. Um, spring ball. It's been going on, and Jared has been our inside source at mm-hmm. those practices. A little bit, yeah. yeah. He's been there. Uh, what have you been seeing, Jared? Uh, Keaton Slovis looks pretty good. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say that. Like, pretty good or, like, pretty good? Um, I think he will be a step up from Jared in most areas. Oh. Mm. And obviously I've been to, like, two practices. And yeah, just, yeah, yeah. You know, I've only seen the end of their practices. Yeah, the media observation. Yeah. And so you know they're not pulling out the stops for that. Um, I did see one trick play. So oh, here's some interesting trick. tidbits. I, I actually took notes. Oh, I'm just going to bring much notes. Well, um, we got to say, if you're a BYU opponent this year, you're not allowed to listen to this Suspended. Next uh-huh. yeah. You are suspended from listening. <laughs> if, if you are on the coaching staff of a team that's on BYU schedule, what the heck are you doing listening to our <laughs> podcast of all podcasts? Thank you, but you're suspended. Yes. <laughs> yes. You're banned. Skip. I don't know. Two minutes and thirty seconds into the future. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> My notes. Um, Jay Hill, very energetic. He is electric oh, yeah. on the sideline. This that. is no like stand back kind of uh, approach. I'm not going to name names, but yeah. Elisa Tuiaki was not exactly energetic <laughs> on the sideline. <laughs> Just I'm not going to name names. He wasn't actually on the sideline. As, side as for example, <laughs> just an example. Just know, an example. Yeah, not yeah. to single yeah, anyone no, out. Not, not no. the, we're not singling him out. Not pointing but. fingers. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, he's very energetic. Uh, a couple of players have actually called him the Energizer Bunny as well because Ooh. even in the locker room and in the weight room, he's like screaming and yelling. Like he's young and it shows, right? So that's very good. Gotta love um, it. Our boy Dom Henry was running with the second team, Ooh. which is awesome. Like that's great. Right. Dom Henry, number one. Yeah. He's, reps. he's making his way up. Obviously, his it's going to be hard to break the starting ranks with... Uh, Chase Chase Roberts and Keanu Hill and Cody Epps, right? Yeah, returning yeah. production. Um, but Dom Henry running really well. Number one awesome. in our hearts. He'll we'll be in the Dom mix. Henry. He'll be in the mix. He will sure. be in the mix, for sure. Um, Soljay, he was taking first team reps at slot receiver. Hmm. Very interesting. Yeah. He There was even a trick play. This is a little tidbit I alluded okay. to earlier. Remember coaches? Oh. Skip this yep, part. Yep, skip. Keaton Slovis motioned out to wide receiver, mm. and Soljay came in to take the snap. And then they ran like a little option, like a speed oh. triple option kind of thing. Okay. Out of it. So I love it. it it's like interesting it. to see Soljay, and he's getting the, a lot of touches too. Like he's getting the ball yeah. a lot. So see a Taysom Hill type? I, he might be. He might just a good. little smaller, yeah, and less definitely athletic, much smaller, bigger but... mustache. Yeah. Just playing yeah, all over the mustache. field. Mm-hmm. He was also still wearing a balaclava. Uh, like yeah. he was for the New Mexico Bowl, but it was inside. Oh, um, but yeah, so I, I'm, I'm excited to see him. He was playing at running back and, and slot. So I think he's going to be a bigger part of the offense than, than we realize. So what cool. I'm hearing here is that Sol J is no longer a quarterback, no longer a running back. But like when you're recruiting him on NCAA, his designation is just athlete. Yes. He's, he's an athlete. He is exactly. an ATH, an FTB, football player. Football player. Football guy. Um, Keen Slovis. 
Like I said, he looks pretty good. He hit Chase Roberts. Beautiful pivot play for a touchdown. It was awesome. Why would he hit him? Yeah. Oh, shoot. Is there some bad blood on the team? <laughs> oh. He's just an aggressive guy. Dang. <laughs> in the wrong place at the wrong time. Nuts. Uh, they also ran a QB draw in red zone from like the 15 to 18 yard line. Robin and I still Did it work? Yes. All the way in the end zone. He's okay. faster than you think. I don't. I wouldn't necessarily say he's a runner, but he's way more athletic than you would think like a pocket passer would be. So Not like a... Mangum type? So we got Lamar Jackson oh. and we got Tom Brady. Where's he at? <laughs> no, Tom Brady. It it's got to be Peyton Manning. This Peyton Manning Peyton or Eli Manning. The, the Manning brothers have got to be the yeah. other side of the spectrum. I would say he's he is reminiscent of, and this is, I mean in the running ability, ability right? Yes, just running. He's somewhere in between like Zach Wilson and... Okay. What's like a slightly faster but still white quarterback esque? Like because it's hey, the Heineke. so it's like <laughs> I would say he's kind of like Zach Wilson in his running Kirk ability because you saw Zach he was able to scramble and get yards right yeah yeah he's sure. probably a little he's probably in between C J Stroud in the Peach mm. Bowl and Zach Wilson in the Boca Raton Bowl he's okay. not as shifty or as elusive as Zach but he's fast and can get to open space kind of like C J Stroud okay. yeah. Got it. As a runner. Got it. That was a long way of saying good analysis. <laughs> Watch for QB runs. Makes I, sense. I, it's still part of the playbook. Got it. Um, in the one we were watching, it was a two-minute drill. Um, offense was pretty dominant. And I'm not going to lie, like they beat him on most of the plays, and it's probably because of the install. And they were rotating guys out of the defense left and right. Yeah. Um, but it didn't take long to see that the defense is very different. It is much more aggressive. We're seeing four down lineman sets. I know. I know. And it's not like it's not like a nose tackle, two DNs, and then like a soft linebacker that's, you know, coming for a soft blitz and quarterback can take. No. Yeah. We we are seeing a lot of pressure on the quarterback. Let's get love a it. Five man front. Why not? Yeah. Right? Send a bear two. at him. <laughs> five two on that. But yeah. I, Six man front. I'm very excited. Block. Uh, two names to watch out for. Okay. Glasker? Glasker? <laughs> yeah. Who the heck is Glasker? I don't know. I saw his last name and I was like, is, is that Glazier? Is that Tyler Glazier? <laughs> wear a kilt? Yeah. Who is Glasker? No. Some Glasker. He's playing like outside linebacker. Uh, kind of in like a flash Isaiah role. Glasker. Yeah. Okay. Look out for him. He was running first team for well, a little I, bit I've with the offense. I've seen this guy before. Okay. Freshman out of Bingham? Yeah. He, he's tall. Nice. I've seen him. He's he, he I I he looks pretty good to me. His position. He's an athlete. He's an he's athlete. athlete. He's an athlete. <laughs> but yeah, it says he's 6'6, and it definitely shows oh, yeah. that he's tall. Like he's a big guy. Um and then the other one is Heckard. He's a transfer. He's Heckard. the all-American FCS transfer yeah, from Heckard. Weber State. He's a Weber State DB. Yes. Yep. He baby. Was guarding Chase Roberts. Chase Roberts beat him. And I think that's more to Chase Roberts being very fast. But okay. he's very good. He's athletic. He's fast. He's like a thicker version, in all ways, of Jacob Robinson. <laughs> what do you mean, in all ways, Jared? Well, we don't want to go in too many ways there. <laughs> what, what, yes. what do you mean? He's like a 20-pound heavier Jacob Robinson, right. is what it looks like. So keep an eye out for those two names. Okay. That's my spring ball up there. Jared, you... I'm getting worried about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tyler Batty? 
Is there any news about him? Yeah, Kalani actually, he shouted him out in practice and said, Tyler Batty is like worlds further along than we thought he would be this spring. Okay. He's obviously put in off-season work and he's looking really, really good. Like, the way Kalani was talking about him, it made it seem like he's going to be like player of the year on the defensive side. Dang. So I'm I'm very excited because it's been a while since we had a good DN. If I'm being honest, like, (laughs) what is the, we've had plenty of good linebackers. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've had plenty and plenty of good. Line. What what is the last game changing defensive end that we have had? Ziggy, in like thirteen or fifteen. Did he play out? Did he play exterior or did he play interior? I thought he played outside because he was fast. I'm trying to remember, I remember. But then before that it was probably Jan Jorgensen in like oh seven oh nine, right? Yeah. It's been a while. But those are the only two I can name. <laughs> like, not yeah. we our strongest <laughs> position. Okay, no, he did play defensive end. For whatever reason, I thought he was playing defensive tackle. But yeah, yeah. But yeah, still, I don't. I think Tyler Batty might be a game changer. A guy that can eat up one on ones and force double teams. I love it. Which with a four man set is going to be really nice to have. And is he like a sixth year sophomore or what's he at again? Eligibility uh, wise, I remember he was a freshman in Zach Wilson's final year in 2020. So he's at okay. least a junior. But with a COVID year, he's probably like a fourth year <laughs> sophomore. <laughs> it says he's a junior out here, but okay, yeah, maybe we'll get oh, next okay. year. Oh, okay. Now I understand why. Sorry, I'm circling back to Ezekiel Anza here. <laughs> For his senior year, 2012, Anza resumed his role as a situation player. However, during Week Four, nose guard Ethan Manumaleuna hurt oh, his knee, and Manumaleuna. Anza took his place. Gotcha. So he did uh, play interior so he moved for part inside. of his senior year. All right. But yeah, I think Tyler Batty might be the best one since Ziggy. We have a D-end again. We have a D-end. <laughs> Gotta love oh, it. also Ice. Ice also yeah. got some shout-outs. Ice playing? Yeah, so that's good, because we so, didn't even see the field last year. But Yeah, so I guess he gray-shirted last year. Makes so sense. So we have Ice, and we also have Nelson. Nelson, who has moved to interior. Oh, so he did move to interior yes. full-time. Yes. Okay. And then also in the interior, we have Bagna, the mm-hmm. transfer from Boise State, and Cravens, the transfer from Boise State. I'm Jackson hearing <laughs> Bagna's doing well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The oh, okay. Kelly Papinga shot out the entire defensive line. He specifically mentioned Tyler Batty, or Kalani mentioned Tyler Batty, and uh, what's his name? Papinga shouted out Ice, but he mentioned Bagna, Cravens, Caden Hawes as well will be playing nose tackle. Okay, Caden Hawes. Or, or right. defensive tackle. Yeah. Um, but he said they're, they're looking pretty good. They're looking more like a P5 D-line. Which is what we like to see. They That's better like be. see. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see how they hold up in this Big 12. Yes. Big 12, more like BYU 12. Hey. Hey. Whatever that means. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, you heard it here first, Royal Shawnee Podcast. Blue goggles are on. BYU is winning the Big 12 this year. Just Yeah. And shutting out all opponents as well. <laughs> that's yes. all. That's our diagnostic of BYU Spring Ball. We are winning the Big 12. Yep. Hang we'll up the banner. First in points allowed. Yes. As in yes. the lowest number. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hang the banner. We're hanging the Hang banner the right now. Okay. Best defense of the Big 12. That's not very hard to do these days, but... Oh, yeah. True. Hey, they're getting better. They're getting better. All right. Should we move on to the meat and potatoes of the episode? Shall we address the elephant in the room? I thought you'd never ask. The elephant is in the room. <laughs> number one seed, Alabama. The elephant. Mm. Uh, do we start True. there? They're number overall seed. I, we're going to break down March Madness. We're, we're going to talk yeah, about March Madness. let's go through these first two rounds. Yeah. Um, what was your guys' favorite part of watching March Madness? Just this past week. Mm. Like, give me your, your favorite part. 
Favorite part? <laughs> There's a lot of parts to choose from. Uh, there are a lot of parts. Uh, mine is Furman, Virginia. Yeah. <clears throat> the yeah, ending to that one. one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that Virginia guy pulled like a... I don't know who to compare that to. Brock Zilstra. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to roast anyone. Um, he pulled a... Dalton Nixon passing the title oh my to gosh. TJ Hawes. Oh, true. As the buzzer sounds. <laughs> he pulled a Cam Rising. I'll say that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Perfect. Yeah, Perfect. Exactly. Gave Furman the ball back with like five seconds. They drained three. Won the game by one point. It was beautiful. It's that, March. I love the guy that hit the three two was the same guy that was like missing a bunch of shots, turning the ball over. And like I texted <laughs> yeah. you guys like, number one is absolutely selling right now. Like, <laughs> That's like, true. Furman's losing. Yeah. And then he hits the, he hits the go-ahead three with two seconds left. Sinks it. My favorite part of that, I loved watching that. I was I was watching it at work. So the way it's set up, right, I, I have my computer. Then my coworker Jeff has his computer. We're right, we are right next to each other. And then the county area has a television that we can see, and then we have a game up on that. So we had two games on our computers and one game on that. We had the Virginia yeah. Furman game on. We caught the last two minutes of it. Very good. Electric. Absolutely beautiful because, first of all, Jeff and I's computers, we also had it up on because we were watching it on our computers. And then I switched it, so like basically like all our our screens were on it. But we were five seconds ahead, so oh. we see what happens. And we go, yes, are you kidding me? And then five seconds later, everyone else, yes, are you kidding me? <laughs> and then there's our buddy who I will not name, who picked okay. Virginia to win it all, who Oof. just goes, oh, oh shit, <laughs> just completely throws like throws down that word in the oh. middle of the freaking lobby. It was hilarious. Loved it. <laughs> Best part of the tournament. That's a good memory. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, we had a very strong start to the tournament. That was part of it. Furman beat Virginia by one on that crazy ending. West Virginia-Maryland was an absolute rock fight Ooh, all yeah. the way to the end. Yeah. That was something. Um, there were a bunch of good games. Charleston didn't quite have to get San Diego State. I was hoping for that one. It was close. Yeah, was San Diego close. State looks a lot better than I think I gave them credit for. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I think we all just said Mountain Pretty West to go to Yeah. was true for every other Mountain yeah. West. Yeah, <laughs> which they did. <laughs> Utah State completely let me down. Oh, they were yeah. 0 of 9 in the first half, hitting their threes. And me and my dad were watching it. We were like, you just wait, Missouri. They're going to hit them. Like, yeah, they're not going to stay like this them. forever. And they finished like 2 of 21 from three. Oh, yep. It was like, come on! Yep. <laughs> Where's the law of averages yeah, on that one? That's painful. Uh, how about Princeton? Over Arizona. Yes, big upset. And then over Missouri in the second round, yeah. they absolutely demolished Missouri. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Incredible story about Princeton because normally you see like a 15 seed will like upset somebody and then and then lose. They and just get blown get out, blown out <laughs> the right there too. But they are on a roll and they are playing yeah. really good basketball. They're playing fundamental basketball. They don't have a, any really at all good athletes on their team or any <laughs> at all tall people on their team. Is is literally like I don't know a well oiled Lone Peak team mm. probably. <laughs> I don't know. I've never actually seen Lone Peak play. Okay. But like... Neither have I, so I don't know. Yeah, me either. <laughs> Outside of the Eric Mika era, probably a bunch of like around 6'5 white dudes that just pass the ball really well and shoot threes and do well. Yeah. So yeah, and it's fun <laughs> and effective. Let's hope they can beat Creighton. Yes. Creighton. Speaking of Creighton, uh, they beat NC State. It was kind of back and forth. NC yeah. State had an absolute tank on their team in the middle. Yeah. Uh, but Kalkbrenner... He's just tall, you know. Yeah. And then Baylor, 
Uh, I guess we have to talk about Caleb Lohner scoring 13 points, okay. going 5 of 5 from the field, including yes. a 3. Attaboy, Caleb Lohner. True. Made a 3. Career night there. Yeah, definitely. And followed up his next game with 0 points, 3 rebounds, 3 personal fouls. <laughs> back, back to normal. Back, back to, to normal. normal. <laughs> that, there's your law of averages. There's the law of averages. Uh, Creighton looks pretty good. I think as a Sweet 16 matchup, Creighton and Princeton will be really interesting because Creighton is far and away the better team. But so is Arizona and so is Missouri. Yeah. And Princeton just completely out-hustled them. So I, I think that's going to be a really interesting matchup. Here's a transitive yeah. property question. Mm-hmm. So, BYU obviously beat Creighton earlier in the year. Yes. yes. Does that place us in the Sweet 16? Or because we have beaten Creighton, does that place us already in the Elite 8? Hmm. So far, I'd go Elite 8. Yeah, you know, as long as Creighton, if they keep winning, we'll keep advancing as well. Yeah. We'll be one step so, ahead of them. Yeah, the time. one game ahead. Yeah, don't worry, guys. If Creighton wins it all somehow, we will hang a banner. Yes, the Royal Strong and True Podcast will hang a banner. The transitive national champions, <laughs> Brigham Young University. Yeah, we'll figure out a way, and I'm sure Mark Pope will as well, because oh, he's yeah. looking for any positive spin he can put on his job. Mark right now. Pope, man. He had his, his press conference, right? Yes. Yeah. We probably oh, should press cover conference that. press conference right in the beginning of March Madness, which yeah. is super weird. Thursday morning. Very odd. I, <laughs> yeah. It was basically just like a state of the program address. They said <laughs> some people will transfer out, which we have seen two transfers out. We've seen Hao Dong, who was a oh, walk-on. Oh, I didn't know that one. Yeah, he was a walk-on. Yeah. He was the first person to enter the transfer portal. And then Braden Moore out of Donda Academy, who redshirted That's this right. year. He has entered the transfer portal as well. We haven't heard of anyone else, but they do still have... I think another month to enter the transfer portal. May 1st is when it ends, yeah. Yeah, so nice. a decent amount of time still. They said they're going to pursue some people in the transfer portal, which they Shocker. always do. Okay. <laughs> Breaking news. Breaking news. Yeah, honestly, like, to... the press conference was weird, but there wasn't anything like breaking newsy about it. It was yeah. like, okay, like, all right. Yeah. I did hear that he was kind of asking for NIL money as well. There was yeah. a question asked about NIL, and he was yeah. like, we're way behind, like, we need to step it up if we're going to try and get these big recruits. He did say that we had lost recruits yeah, in the transfer portal to NIL. So he's kind of playing, like, the, not the blame game, but, like, well, if I had more NIL money, we could have got it. Oh, yeah. well, we wouldn't have lost 15 games this season. We wouldn't have lost, sure. per se, Antoine Davis. We would have gone above 500 mm. in the, this conference. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe our last year in the WCC we went sub-500. Yeah. Pretty Absolutely rough. disgusting. Very disgusting. And who's Mark Pope to ask for NIL money? Like, I know that NIL money will help him do his job better, but at the same time, it's like nobody's going to donate when you're going 15 and 15 in the WCC. <laughs> like, no, no. <laughs> you know? That's no. so true. I don't know. We can talk about that more later. And yeah. I, that's l- enough BYU basketball, I think. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's enough. Let's get back to, Let's get back to the, real the fun basketball. Uh, Zach Eady, just tall? Absolutely just tall, yes, bro. Yes, so true. That game was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, on the, on the Dickinson meter I showed you guys. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Starts off barely Dickinson. <laughs> and then it goes up to fairly Dickinson. But when they played Princeton, I mean, number seven. <laughs> Purdue, the other P team, they were extremely Dickinson. Extremely nice. Dickinson, baby. <laughs> that game was awesome. And it was so... What's the word? It was so justifying to see. It was satisfying. Satisfying to see. So gratifying. Gratifying. Just satifalicious. Yeah, just satifalicious. It's very just satifalicious. Comforting. Comforting, um, yeah. 
it felt very validating. There, that's validating. Right. It was very validating okay. to watch because in the Big Ten, like when Ohio State plays them, we're like, can't stick with them, can't stick with them. We press for five minutes and we get right back in the game and then we stop pressing and Purdue wins the game. Yeah. And Fairleigh Dickinson just pressed the entire game and it absolutely worked. And it's like, you think about it, you're like, huh, a team with two freshman guards, let's pressure them into situations they've never been in before. And it'll work out in our favor. Shocker! Like, how did no one else think of this in the entire Big Ten all season long? Uh, but yeah, that was a fun game. Shout out to Fairly uh, Blankinson. Fairly oh, Dickinson. Shoot. Yes. Also, shout out to the director of media relations for Fairly Dickinson, who is literally just a junior at Fairly Dickinson. Yes. He's, he's literally a student, and he's there. Younger than us. Yeah. <laughs> Congrats to him. That's yeah, pretty yeah. sick, actually. Good, good work experience for him. I would say so. <laughs> Jared, you should be the SID. I know. Uh, resume. I'm going to go apply to the, be the SID. At... The first one that popped into my head is St. Francis, Pennsylvania, but can't Saint do that Frank. anymore because mm-hmm. they canceled True. all their D1 sports. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, Merrimack? Merrimack, yeah, because they'll be eligible next year for the tournament. I will say, oh, there we go. fairly Dickinson, it was fun seeing them upset Purdue, but I think it was... The natural balance, the natural order of things for them to lose to FAU after the fact mm-hmm. because they were only in the tournament due to technicality. Merrimack yes. should have been Very in the NCAA true. tournament. Now, if it was Merrimack, they probably would have went to the Final Four. I, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, probably would have. But, yeah, I think things balance back out. A lot of people are saying that FAU is cursed now because that guy went for the 360 dunk at the end and absolutely just rocketed it off the rim <laughs> two seconds left. That was actually very funny. A, no, a very unsportsmanlike move, but very hilarious move. What's your guys' take on that? Was was the unsportsmanlikeness a curse for them? Or is, is um, it not going to matter? Was it just funny? What do you guys think? I think if he made it, it would have been a big problem okay. for them in terms of the sportsmanship gods, Got maybe. It. But because he missed it so hilariously, you know... <laughs> He's he's the victim here. He, he <laughs> yeah, that's, I would, that's my take. I'm with Dan. I think the okay. karma getting back at him was the fact that he missed it. Okay. It's like you're Got gonna it. try and do this. Uh, <laughs> you're gonna be a no meme. Way. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Makes but sense. shout out to FAU. Yeah. I mean, uh, I uh, not gonna flex here, but I had him in my Sweet 16. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. I'm I'm happy okay. for them because they've been doubted all season. They've won 31 games. You know, tied for a. Record in the NCAA and nobody believed them. They got a nine mm. seed, so shout out for them for proving people wrong. Yeah, beating a sixteen seed and an eight seed. I mean, that's impressive. Well deserved. The multiples of eight. One thing that we do have to mention in the Sweet Sixteen, we have a first. A first. History has been made. Okay. The first ever in the history of the tournament matchup between a six and a fifteen seed. Oh. Wow. That's. Uh, it's kind of shocking. Creighton yeah. and Princeton will be the first 6 and 15 seed to ever play each other in NCAA tournament history. Wow. Hmm. I think mean, it's not that shocking when you think about That's it. It's like a scoregami except Seedagami. 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 We got one. That's Seedagami, <laughs> baby. 6 15. Uh, on the other side of the bracket, mm. um, Arizona State TCU was absolutely horrific to watch. Yeah. My wife didn't let me turn on the sound because every time we turned on the sound, Arizona State started losing. And so <laughs> okay. she was very superstitious about it. Yeah. And it was it was so painful, but also so just like a reality check when mm. we lost on such a simple boneheaded, like 
He had the easiest shot in the world. We played perfect defense for 10 and a half seconds. And in the last half second, he had a wide open floater in the middle of the lane that no one in their right mind was going to miss. And it sucked in the moment. I was so mad. But then I thought about it. I'm like, wait a second. Ohio State in the Peach Bowl. Ohio State basketball. BYU basketball against any good team ever. Of course it's going to happen that we're going to collapse in the most hilarious way ever. Yep. So I'm not even mad anymore. It's just, it's fate this time of year. You know, it, it's just what it's going to be. Fun game, though. Yeah. Uh, right over there in that region, Arkansas. Ooh. Yeah. They beat number one, or one seed, Kansas, our, mm-hmm. our Big 12 friend. Bad for the Big 12, good for the SEC. Yes. And, you know, brings up an interesting conversation about the best basketball conferences that we could get into in a bit. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, big upset by Arkansas. Um, yeah, that was a big day, or round two result. Speaking of round two results, St. Mary's delivered on its annually scheduled round of 32 blowout loss. Mm-hmm. Yes, lost by 15. <laughs> Shout out to Randy Bennett for that. Very consistent. Very we absolutely consistent. called this. We mm-hmm. said St. Mary's was going to win their first round game, and they did. It was mm-hmm. a fun game, but they yeah. won. VCU. And then lose in the second round. It's St. Mary's. It's what they do. It's like clockwork. Like clockwork. Set your watch to that. Then in the... Oh my goodness. The Midwest side of the bracket. Just absolute pain. Um, yeah. Kennesaw State sold. That was... I was very angry with that. I was very down from that because that was one of the earlier games. And when they lost that game, I was so pissed. But then Fairleigh Dickinson beat Purdue, and I was back. Yeah, that made up for it. But it's still, it, it, now that I'm thinking about it, like that game was very painful uh, to watch. Yeah, it was a very disgusting game. They had game to watch. Xavier. They had Just didn't finish it. Couldn't finish. Iowa State only scored familiar. 18 yeah. points in the second half. I am so mad That's that rough. I picked Iowa State to even win one game. <laughs> yeah. Every single year they do the same thing, yep. and I don't know why I didn't recognize it. That was frustrating. And then Drake. Yeah. Drake, Drake, wow. Drake. We all thought it was going to be free money. Yep. I, I was about to text you guys literally free money because Drake was up by like six. And then Drake just decided, hey, um, what if we just like didn't play basketball anymore? Mm-hmm. Like for the last 10 minutes of the game. What if we did that? That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. And then Miami won. Quite an idea. Uh, Miami making another Sweet 16 after last year. Uh, and I think it's for the same reason. The other teams just... Yeah. When they play them, right? Yeah. Like, I don't think Miami's that good. I don't know. Indiana? Yeah. I think we have to address the, the elephant in the room here. Is The only reason Miami is good is because their head coach looks exactly like an Ibis. Okay. He... I I always say he looks like an Ibis had a baby with Jim Beheim. Yeah. <laughs> and that's him. With Jim Beheim's coach dead. No, rest, in, rest in peace. Oh, true. Yeah. Not, a, not actually dead, Rip but dead to Not an active coach. Thoughts and dead. prayers. Dead to, to Syracuse. Beheim. Coach K, dead. Dead. Jay Wright, not dead because he's on CBS's March Madness panel. For half Roy times. Williams, dead. He's dead. dead for sure, yeah. Um, um, Bill Walton, uh, a walking corpse that <laughs> is somehow sentient. He's the like, zombie. yeah, he's like a gremlin. High, high, just, just high. <laughs> Not dead. High. Uh, anyway, back to March Madness. Uh, let's go over the Sweet Sixteen because the I, the Sweet Sixteen is uh, non-conventional. Unconventional yes. is unconventional. The proper yeah, I style. Um, yeah, unconventional. Um, did you guys get a lot of the Sweet Sixteen teams right? Uh, <laughs> mm, can't say that. I did. <laughs> let's see. Let Dan's shaking his head. I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. 
I got eight, so I, I got, got exactly I half. I got seven. <laughs> seven out of 16, right. So far, I got one. One. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Ooh. Okay. I got eight right. Okay. Eight I got, of the, I got the least amount. We're all in the wheelhouse, though. Yeah. Right? Um, one team that I was 100% wrong on, besides Arizona, we already talked about them, mm. Tennessee. I had that read completely True. wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. What the freak? They Big win over Duke. Yeah. Tennessee. They bullied them. Yeah. They, they they forced Duke back into like the old Duke of hero ball and stuff. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it, I, I just I got that one completely wrong. Well, like, we honest. didn't get it completely wrong. They only beat University of Louisiana Lafayette by three. That's true. That's true. That's like, true. That was a really close game. And then they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, Duke, yeah, that's that's way easier. Duke, yeah. <laughs> way easier than Duke away University of Louisiana Lafayette. Uh, Dan, Duke reading from, from mm. the Duke himself. Good experience mm. for the young guys. Okay. okay. And the coach. Good ride. First yeah. year, right? So winning a tournament game is an they, improvement. Yeah, they them. won their first game. Tennessee's good. They It was honestly pretty close until the end, and then they kept fouling, and Tennessee kept getting fast yeah. breaks and whatnot. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, but, you know, I, could, I would look back at that as a, a good season for John Shire. Yeah, okay. I mean, he did more than Coach K did a lot of years in the tournament, so... <laughs> I mean, at least he lately. made the tournament and didn't opt out of the tournament, yeah. even though he wasn't going to make it. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> just so that the selections committee couldn't tell him no, he, he opted out. He hasn't pulled that yet. Yes. That is... That has to be my favorite moment in Coach K history. Yeah, that's legendary stuff. <laughs> <laughs> After losing to like the second round of the ACC tournament, they were like, we were opting out of postseason tournaments. It was like a <laughs> self-imposed postseason ban. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's like when Oklahoma State did that. <laughs> like self-sanctioned one-year postseason ban. Yes. And they won like two games or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's the way to do it, though. That yeah. is the way to do it, yeah. Um, how many Final Four teams do we all have left? Uh, are you guys still alive for that? Because that's where it really matters, right? Yeah. If you get your national champ at Final Four. I got two. You got two? I okay. got three. I got three as well. Ooh, sure. Although I had Arizona in my national championship game, which yeah. that hurts me big time. I do have my national championship game still alive. I do as well. So I had Bama, K-State, Gonzaga, and Indiana. Mm. I don't know why I chose Indiana. Okay, okay. Dan? I had Bama, Duke. Ooh. That obviously didn't work out. Then I had Houston and Kansas. Oh, okay. I can't blame you for putting that, Kansas in there. That right? Kansas no, lost, man. That's fair. That's a tough one. Quite unexpected. I had Arizona and Kansas State. Kansas State, uh, they're looking pretty good, especially with the draw they've got in the region. Yeah. I yeah, honestly Michigan think they State. might lose to Sparty, though. Mm. Uh, I think Michigan State might win. Wait, we got to say. January, we gotta February. Say. Oh, January. February. February. Izzo. Izzo. <laughs> I love how... Oh, man. <laughs> Everyone was painting him as overrated, and then he just, he did it again. Yeah. <laughs> he time. made the Sweet 16 as a seventh seed. Like, that's just what he does. <laughs> that's, true. that's how he works. Uh, and then I had Houston and Gonzaga. Mm. Uh, the Gonzaga-TCU game was awesome. All-time bad beat. Probably the, <laughs> oh, the best bad hilarious. beat I have ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> that was absolutely hilarious. stuff. And then Houston, dude. Down 10 at halftime to Auburn. I was not happy. They're my national champion. They absolutely throttled Auburn in the second half. Auburn made four field goals in the second half, and Houston was plus 27. Yeah, that was disgusting. <laughs> that was absolutely dominant. Absolutely insane. How do you get... Because yeah. the same thing happened to Iowa State, right? Mm-hmm. How do you get to the NCAA tournament and then only make like less than five field goals in a half? 
It's so bad. How? It, it, yeah, as a it single digit multiple seed. times. Yeah. <laughs> like man, I, like Iowa State. Sorry, I'm just gonna keep bringing it back to Iowa State because they freaking did me dirty. <laughs> Forty-one points in a game. You play in the Big Twelve against Pittsburgh. You against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. <laughs> How did you score oh that in a game? <laughs> Gosh. Yeah, uh, that was frustrating. Disgust. I, I got to bring something up. Yes, here. Bring it up, bring it up. It's the conferences. Oh, okay. boy. Yeah. I'm going to go through the numbers first. Oh, boy. And say how many teams each, each conference has in the Sweet 16. Okay. Starting with the team with the most, SEC. Yeah. They mm-hmm. have three, and the new SEC with Texas has four. Oh, no. Oh. Yeah. Okay. We're, okay. we're going to go old and new. Okay. Uh, the Big East has three. Okay. Then there's the Big 12, who the current Big 12 has two. Uh, Texas will leave. Houston will come in. So still two. Net two. Okay, net two. Um, the Big 10, let's see, do they have two? Just the one, I think. Right? Just the one. Oh, yeah. Michigan, Just Michigan State's the only one left. Yeah. Wow, yeah. shocker. Michigan State's carrying the Big <laughs> yeah, 10 <true>. again. <laughs> Once UCLA joins, the, the new Big 10 will have two here represented. And then it's one each from the WCC, Mountain West, Ivy League. Pack X. Uh, yeah. Whatever FAU is, I forgot. Yeah. FAU would be CUSA. CUSA. Oh, CUSA. Well, they'll be in the American next year. So next year. And also, Trends. among those lowly conferences, we have the ACC. Yep. With mm-hmm. just Miami. So. Of all the teams, it was of, Miami. Of all the teams, Miami. Miami representing the ACC. Um. The SEC, they didn't have the most teams in the tournament, did they? No. The Big they, Ten? The big, they tied with the Big Ten. They tied yeah. with the they Big Ten. They had eight each. Yeah, Big Ten. They had SEC. eight each. <laughs> and now the Big Ten has Michigan State. Hey, left. No conference shaming, Dan. <laughs> the SEC. Uh, yeah, so that just brings up the question, what are the strongest basketball conferences based on this tournament so far? I know there's a lot of games left to be played, but we're, we're two rounds in. What do you guys think? <sighs> That's a good question, Dan, because we talked about the Big 12 being so strong yeah, we have. all year, right? In, yeah, as far as the net ratings go, yeah. it's like you know, top to bottom, the highest average or something. But what does this tournament tell us? <laughs> I'll say this. Conference play is weird, man. Like Especially like in basketball, right? Like Especially in the WCC. It's just... Yeah, it's yeah. a toss up every game. Yeah. Yeah, 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 different conferences are so different stylistically, and I think like we're we're especially in football as well. We're trending toward a direction where like eighty five percent of our season is going to be conference games. Yes. So really, yeah. all you know is how good you are against your own conference. Yeah, that's and true. like your own conference bolsters up themselves that way. When you yeah. start playing teams, because like you'll play teams from other conferences. But in the beginning of the year, like when they're not at full form yet, and you don't know how good teams are. Exactly, and I think that's part of the beauty of March Madness is that like you get teams at their best, and you you've never really seen each other before. You don't like there's you can't really watch film on each other because it's going to be a completely different thing. I don't know the SEC like they don't care about basketball, but they have leftover money that they're putting into basketball now. That I, I think it's kind of unfair that they get to be good at stuff. Yeah, I think they should <laughs> just get football, and that they're now be it. good at football and basketball. But uh, yeah, no you know, I think my hot take is this. Oh, freaking! Never mind. I have Bama. I was gonna say no SEC. <laughs> I was gonna say no SEC teams in the national championship game, but I have Bama going all the way. So okay. Well, <laughs> I, have, I have Gonzaga winning because like I I, right. I make one bracket every year where Gonzaga finally does it. 
Okay. <laughs> You'll be right at some point, right? Like, yeah. I don't want to have Might work one year us. where I say, like, there's no, like, Gonzaga's not going to do it this year. And then they finally do it. And then they'll do it. And then you'll be like, of course, like, the one year. This is the year. So I kind of went off track on that question. But yeah, um, yeah. the SEC, it just means more. You suck. Um, stop hiring criminals for more. coaches. There you go, yeah. True. Uh, yeah, I think it's an interesting point about the conferences playing each other and make sort of a echo chamber or like a little bubble. Yeah. And mm-hmm. when you play those teams and your net rankings are based on those few teams that you play, you know, multiple times, and then those teams play each other, and it's all kind of connected. It is really hard to know how good certain teams are, you know, overall in the grand scheme of things. So this should make the conference challenges like right before the conference tournaments. Yeah. Yes. So that close to the end of the season. Yes. That'd be very fun. I have I've said this a lot in football, and I think I'm leaning there more in basketball as well. I think there need to be less conference games. Mm. And I, I, it's not going to go that way. In fact, it's going to go the opposite way because conferences are the ones that make the TV deals, right? Yeah. TV wants more inventory. That means more conference games. I think the key to finding like a, a coherent answer to what is the best conference, who's best, is to do a bowl season the entire season, yeah. right? Where you play a couple of conference opponents, but you play a bunch of Big Ten teams and a bunch of ACC teams and Pac-12, and, well, not Pac-12 because they won't exist, but Big 12 teams. <laughs> right. And I think the basketball, you could do the same. You could do more conference challenges. Like, don't just have it be SEC Big 12. Do the SEC Big 12 in December, and then do SEC ACC in January, while the Big 12 does the Big Ten challenge in January. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, Why not? I don't know. And I, I would I, love that, honestly. Yeah. Right? Everyone would love that. I think I, I, everyone loves that. Ratings and awesome. as far as the money goes, because we know that's all that really matters. Money, money. I feel like there's there's some way where that could be profitable, you know. Yeah. More commercials and TV revenue from that. So yeah, I would love to see that happen. It seems unlikely, obviously, but yeah. I mean, I think it could make sense if everyone agrees that that's what they want to do. No, I don't. I think there are probably some programs that are like, "There's no way we're doing that." Mm-hmm. We're in this conference where we dominate and it rewards us, so we're not playing you other people who are actually good. <laughs> uh, yeah. That, that not, sounds like Georgia to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that sentiment in football because, like, football, one loss, you're out of, I guess not with the new expanded playoff, but, like, in the old era, like the BCS era, one loss, you're done. Yeah. Right. Basketball's not like that. That's true. You can, I feel like basketball should be more open to these sorts of things because one loss doesn't kill you. And and I'll say this about the postseason, and I and you'll hear Big Ten fans say this a lot, especially Purdue fans. <laughs> Wonder why? Um, but they'll they'll talk about how like you have to look at the full season of work to judge whether a conference is better. And I think that's absolutely untrue. I think the March Madness is the ultimate equalizer. It, it is yeah. the perfect postseason. There. Like, if you have more teams in the Sweet 16 than another conference, you are better than the conference. I don't care what you say. Like, March Madness is so that it is the perfect measuring stick, um, per se. And so, I I love March Madness, and I I would love to see uh, the Big Ten do much better in March Madness. Yes. As well as the Big keep 12. Dreaming. Yes, I know. I must keep Looking dreaming. Looking at you, uh, Purdue. <laughs> Who was in the Big Ten lost? Uh, Indiana, no, Iowa, Indiana, Illinois, Maryland. Yeah, Ohio State did not lose a postseason tournament game 
Because yeah. they're uh, going to make the CIA. You don't the, Whatever it is. The college ba- the CBI. The college basketball <laughs> Don't let facts get in the way of a good story, Justin. Yes. We don't we need didn't. to include that. <laughs> Northwestern. Yeah. Uh, Ohio State also won just as many Big Ten tournament games as Purdue did. And Purdue won the Big Ten tournament, so I guess we could say we're co-champions. Yeah. Works for me. That works. Hang a <laughs> banner. Um, anyway, I don't like that the SEC is good, but... They have done it this year. They're yeah. good. I mean, yeah. yes, it's kind of a. It's hard to dispute that they're good at basketball. Yes, and I don't love it, but that's the way it is. Yes, uh, Sweet Sixteen preview now. Uh, we have what is it? Four games on Thursday, four on Friday. Yep. Then we have the Elite Eight games. Who's making the Final Four? Let's go game by game. Let's give winners and let's give whys. Mm. Let's start at the very bottom left, actually, because I think this may be one of the juiciest games. Kansas State and Michigan State. Michigan State, I'm going to be honest, they got good guards, but they don't have any like NBA talent on their team. And Mm. you can kind of say the same thing about Kansas State. There are a lot of transfer veterans. Um, They play exciting basketball. Freaking what's-his-name, Noel, against Kentucky. Just had massive onions he at ate. the end of that game. Yeah. <laughs> what did Cal Perry call him? The, the little guy or something? I don't know. Oh, yeah, I, don't I think know. I missed that. Yeah, I didn't call, call that. him like the little man or the little guy. Or something. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> and then he tortured him. <laughs> he lost um, him. But who are you guys thinking? Sparty or Kansas State to go to the Elite Eight? Dude, we got to take Kansas State, right? I mean, like. Yeah, I had Kansas State coming out of here. Me too. Our podcast. It'll be fun. Bracket. That's true. Our official exclusive bracket. Has mm-hmm. K-State going all the way, so <laughs> they got to win it. I will say if Michigan State does advance, though, I will not be surprised. Because yeah. it's what Michigan State does, right? They win games they're not supposed to. Yep. Uh, FAU Tennessee. I'm kind of mm. leaning Tennessee just yeah. off of what I've seen. FAU's good, yeah. but I don't know. Tennessee's pretty dang good, man. Yeah. FAU got the pleasure of playing... FDU in the yes. round of 32. <laughs> That's oh, yeah. going to be a rude awakening for them. Yeah. I think going yeah. from fairly Dickinson to Tennessee. I think this is going to be Tennessee and this Oof. is not going to be close. Yeah, me too. And so out of those ones for this region. All right, next round. Yeah, Tennessee, Kansas State. Mm. Kansas State. Kansas State going to Final Four? I hope Kansas State. Something in my brain is telling me Tennessee, but I'm going to go Kansas State. Okay. K-State, baby. Okay. We got so. The Big little 12. apple and the big apple. We, Fingers crossed for the Big 12. That, wow, that's true, actually, Manhattan. Yeah, uh, sure. Should we move to the top, the South region? Let's do it. Bama, San Diego State. San Diego State, way better than I thought they would be. Yeah. I think they're a tough matchup for Bama, but Bama's so freaking tall and long and athletic. They're athletic. Yeah. yeah just like Tennessee. Bama's got dudes. San Diego State does not have that many dudes. Yeah. Are we rolling with Bama, then? I'll go Bama. Bama. It's kind of unfortunate because I really, like, I didn't put Bama in the Final Four out of principle only. Yeah. I think they're still going to win, but I just, I hate it. It feels dirty coming out of my mouth. Sorry, Mark. No, yeah, it's bad. (laughs) But yeah, uh, let's let's go Bama there. I think that's a smart choice. What about the other one? Creighton and Princeton. Creighton, Princeton. (laughs) This one. (laughs) Princeton, frick it. Why not? I'm fine with Princeton. Yeah? I mean, I, it's March. I is want not, to go with Princeton. Is it not March, Jared? It is March. It's March. <laughs> Dan got me there. <laughs> All right, Princeton. Princeton, let's go with it. <laughs> Official picks. Take these to Vegas, please. Also, Moneyline. Ignore the fact that my bracket is in the 46th percentile, which is pretty bad. Below, well below average. Let's see what I'm like. That's on ESPN, so I don't know if it counts. But I don't even know what percentile yeah. I am. 
Uh, pretty say. poor. In the Elite Eight matchup of Bama versus Princeton. Um, Princeton. Um, no, I'm kidding. Bama. I, we'll have to go Bama, I think. I think it's Bama. Yeah. It's gotta be. And I feel like when Cinderella's slippers, or like when it hits midnight for Cinderella, like it goes bad. It gets bad. ugly. <laughs> right? Like remember yeah. St. Peter's against UNC last year? Ooh, it was like 35 yeah. points or something? Yeah. I feel like that's what's going to happen here. True. All right. Let's go up into, what is this? Region. The Midwest. Houston, Miami. <laughs> yeah, that game. We going Houston? What are we thinking? I was very impressed by Houston in the second half against Auburn. That shows me that no matter what happens, like they'll never be out of the game. The first half, though. Weren't they losing? They did half-time? not play well yeah. in the first half. They played poorly first half, outstandingly second half. Yes. Well, what's going to happen I think it's here? Houston's a lock. A Let lock. Let me tell you why. Okay. okay. Did it snow here, like in Provo? It uh, it hailed today. Yeah. Okay. Well, in Salt Lake, uh, yeah. there was a freaking blizzard. Like I kid you not, there was like an actual freaking blizzard. That means it's cold again. True. Okay. What happens when it gets cold? Uh, you're never mind. I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> Water freezes. What happens yes. with the birds? They go away. They migrate south. Yeah. Okay. For the winter. Okay. For the cold times. We've already mentioned that Miami's head coach is an Ibis. Oh, he is an Ibis. Yes. So now that it's getting cold, he's gonna fly away like a little Ibis, like a little, like okay. a little baby Ibis. Go fly away, little, little Ibis, Ibis baby. Team. Which means Houston wins. Good enough for me. Perfect logic. <laughs> Houston advancing. Uh, Xavier, Texas. Texas, Penn State was an awesome game by the way. Juicy. I just wish Penn State would have hit their threes. Yeah. Uh, Xavier, I picked them to get here, but I did not expect them to get here. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. I, I don't know what to think of this one. I, Pleasant surprise. You I'm thinking say. Texas, but is that too chalky? Hmm. Xavier, Texas. Honestly, I kind of like Xavier in this one. I think I was going to go Texas. I think okay. they might be a little underrated. Okay. As a two seed, you know, they're probably one of the better two seeds. Xavier, they beat Iowa State, which not saying much. Then they beat Pittsburgh, which is not saying much more because Pittsburgh just had to beat Iowa State to get there. So this is all the Iowa State effect, which is means that Xavier is bad. So. Xavier's overrated. <laughs> that's, that's, that's how I make my decisions sometimes. Infallible logic from Dan. We're going to Texas. <laughs> going to Texas. Um, I usually fade conference champions. Um, because True. Yeah. I don't yeah. I, I don't like it, but got to consider that. But Texas made it out of the first weekend, and so that makes oh. me think that they've kind of got their minds right. Yeah. Mm. But Houston, Texas, for a chance to go to Houston, Texas hey. oh. for the final oh, there four. You go. Um, I've been on point with my transitions today. Yeah, Let's go. Yeah. Uh, personally, I want to say Houston because that's who my national champion is, and I think it'd be sick if they played in a, their freaking like basically their hometown. That's fair. Yeah. But I don't know if they're a better team than Texas. Yeah, that'll be a fun game, I think. Very I think entertaining. Too. Mm-hmm. Kind of high flying. Some bad blood. Athletic, bad blood. Yeah, some history stories somehow. Surely. Um, yeah, we're guys Ooh. thinking. I, I tend to lean Houston as well. Let's go Houston. They are my Houston? pick for the champion, but it could be a fun game. Okay. I'll go with Houston. We'll do it. Houston. So far, we got Bama, K State, and Houston in the final four. Uh, on to the final region, we got Arkansas and UConn. Great game. I think this will be absolutely yeah, that's, electric. That's going to be a tough one. Oh, baby. These two coaches might try and kill each other <laughs> during, during the game. 
Um, yeah, I don't know. Arkansas kind of surprised me against Kansas. Not going to lie, I didn't see that one coming. Uh, we did see the UConn win over St. Mary's coming, though. Definitely. Yeah. How much do we believe in UConn? Don't buy the hype. Don't buy it? No. Yeah, I'd take Arkansas, honestly. We already said okay. that St. Mary's was scheduled for their round of 32 blowout. Gave UConn a false sense of security. No. Sorry, UConn. Okay. I, yep. That was way easier than I thought it would be. Arkansas. Arkansas. Gonzaga-UCLA, the grudge match. Yeah. We got it. Okay, funnily enough, the Adam Morrison game. Where Adam Morrison, playing for Gonzaga, beloved by everyone, he was basically the Delva Delvas of his era, lost to UCLA. They squandered, what was it, like a 17-point lead in the second half? They lost. Famous shot of him on his knees crying. UCLA advanced over Gonzaga in that game. It will be like, I don't know how many years it was, like 14 years or something, to the day when Gonzaga and UCLA play. In this oh. matchup. I know, right? 14 years to the day? I don't know if it was 14 or maybe 13 or 15. Something but like that, yeah. Years, X amount of years to the day. To the day. That's what matters. That's today. what matters. And and then also Jalen Suggs hitting the three, jumping on the, table. on the table. Goodness. Yeah. Huge yeah. matchup here. I'm so excited for this game. But what do you guys think is going to happen? I... Uh, can I just say before this game? Yes. It's been said that there are no blue bloods in this Sweet 16. Actually, true. But we have Gonzaga, UCLA. Are these teams blue buds or are they not blue buds? I thought UCLA was. Blue I think blood. you have to consider UCLA a blue blood. I mean, the fact that they won ten championships from like <laughs> forty-five to sixty-five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I John think... Wooden. Yeah, John Wooden era. Bill Wallen. Bill Wallen era. Yeah, you also have uh, Michigan State. I don't know. They're sort of in the like Gonzaga State? category. I don't think Michigan State counts. Are, is Michigan yeah. State kind of in the Villanova and Gonzaga where they're kind yeah. of like? Kind like, of so next more level. of a new blood. They're like, yeah, they're a new blood. Is UConn on that level as well? No. Well, they, they might be on the Villanova level. I, they might be and on Michigan Villanova. State level. Like, I think they're yeah. one step further down. Okay. Below Michigan State. Like, like, I feel like these teams that we're mentioning right now, not UCLA, I think they're an actual UCLA. blue blood. Okay. Yeah. But I think Gonzaga, UConn, and Michigan State, I think they might be blue buds to like our kids or yeah. our grandkids. Right? Just more recently, they've been good than some of the. Yeah. Quote, blue bloods. You know, I mean, the whole Kemba Walker thing. If, like, if Kemba Walker isn't at UConn, UConn isn't relevant. That's true. That's very true. That's very true. Very true. Strike them from the record. Yeah. But UCLA is a blue blood. That's a very intriguing game to me. because I was talking to my brother about this earlier. My brother's a big UCLA fan. He said what he's most worried about is perimeter defending, given that UCLA's best perimeter defender towards Achilles. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he's worried about Timmy. <laughs> Not Timmy. Timmy is... We hate Timmy. We hate him. Yes. We respect his respect for BYU, but other than that, we hate him. Yep. Yeah. Timmy had three guys on TCU, had three guys in foul trouble before the first half even ended. Before the first half even ended, he had three guys with three fouls. (laughs) Three of TCU's big men had three fouls. What he does. It's absolutely ridiculous. Timmy just... Will pump fake and pivot, pump fake, pivot, pump fake, pivot, pump fake, pivot until you get half a millimeter off the ground, and we will. He'll jump into you, and the ref will go, "Oh no! He breathed on Timmy's mustache. That's a that's a flagrant too. Timmy is very good at what he does. Unfortunately, he, he is, yeah. and he is also he's the king of the hook. Yeah. Every single time he rolls to the basket. He's like reaching into your opposite pocket, around your butt, yeah, grabbing your cojones, like. Yeah, it's wild. But he's very good at it, and he gets away with it, so... Yeah, he does. Uh, what can you say? 
Yeah. Screw you, Timmy. I can say that. Very true. I I, I like Gonzaga in this matchup. I'm I not gonna lie. Like Gonzaga, like if UCLA had Jalen Clark, it's a whole different game. Right. Yeah, oh yeah. Completely different game. Here's the, Gonzaga doesn't have incredible guards this year. Like they have the, the one guy. They have good guards. They have, but they they're have, just not. Yeah. They have Suggs. one they great have guard, Kispert, Kispert, and two, two or three. Good. You know, yeah, good. Useful guards, maybe. Useful. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, like, upper good level, to put it in, I guess, socioeconomic terms, upper middle class. Yeah. 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 Better than anyone on BYU by a long shot. Yeah. Or in basketball terms, it's like a, you know, Michigan State level. Yes. yes. Blood. Exactly. Very much. Mm-hmm. Yes, great. Yeah. Villanova level guards. Great tie-in, Dick. Exactly. You. That's a wonderful tie-in. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I think I like Gonzaga on this one. Yeah. I kind of feel it the same way. Okay. Pains me to say that, but... It, it does. It does. Yeah. And, and Gonzaga, Arkansas... I, I like Gonzaga again, like guys. Gonzaga again. Mm. Something I feel I, like that's an easier matchup for Gonzaga than UCLA's. Something I saw in the Gonzaga-TCU game... TCU's way more athletic than Gonzaga. But Gonzaga is so freaking good... At riding momentum. I don't know how they do it. They must have a deal with the devil. Because every time you can feel momentum going in their way, 100% from the field. I don't care where you're on the court, who has the ball, they will shoot a three and make it. Every single time. It's disgusting, and I hate it, but they are so good at it. They make big shots. They do. They're the king of big shots. It's like, what's his name? Strother. Yeah. I don't know how he does it, but he just pumps black magic into his veins and hits Jimmer range threes when he has the momentum. Yeah. I'll say this about Gonzaga. I don't like a lot of Gonzaga players. In fact, I've hated almost every player that's coming to the Gonzaga program. I can't name one I have liked. I, I will say, him. though, like, <laughs> of all the coaches, like, one of the, like, the least proud ones, so, like, the most humble one, most humble guys out there, one of the guys I think deserves it, one of, like, the most, is Mark Few. Mark Few's just, he's a good guy. He's kind of like the Nick Saban, where you hate him because he's good, but yeah. you don't actually yeah. hate him. There's not very much to actually hate about him. Yeah, yeah but anything... You no know Randy Bennett, for no. sure. Exactly. And it's like, yeah, anything that comes out about Nick Saban, about like the way he coaches or the way he is as a human being, you're like, oh, that, like that's actually like really cool. <laughs> it's kind of the same thing with Mark Few. I mean, except for the DUI. Except yeah. The DUI. <laughs> Slight asterisk. There. Slight asterisk there. But uh, yeah, other than that, it's like, yeah, he's a, he's a good guy. Yeah, he's. So, I think that partly might be because of his conference. He just kind of tucked away in the corner true. in Washington yeah. State, you know. The, and the fact he has no eyebrows. That's true. People kind of forget who he is. <laughs> um, but yeah, we got Gonzaga going to the Final Four then. Yeah, I think I, so. I think so. I'm in accordance yeah. with that. All right. So we got Gonzaga, we got Houston, we got Kansas State, and who is our team in the West? Bama. 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 In the south, yeah. Sorry, the south, yeah. So, Zags, Houston, who are we going with? Hmm. It's quite a matchup. I think it is a matchup as well. Yeah. It's definitely a matchup. It's winnable matchups. for Gonzaga, for sure. For sure. It's winnable. It's a super fun game. Like, if that happens. Oh, yeah. That'd be a I'll great be game. Yeah. All time. And I won't mind your popcorn for that one. Either way. We could. I'm, should we coin flip it? Let's coin flip it. Because yeah. I, I think it really will be a coin flip because Gonzaga, they feel like they feel like a better team in some respects, definitely offensively, but Houston definitely is going to have the edge defensively and yeah. setting the tone, right? 
Yeah, athletically. I, yes, definitely head. athletically. Okay, who are we assigning heads to and who are we assigning tails to? I think, just by principle, Gonzaga cannot be heads because Mark Few doesn't have eyebrows. But their mascot does have a head, whereas University of Houston is just a couple letters. Okay. No head for Houston, then. They must have a Houston tail. Houston must be the tail. They <laughs> Cougars have tails. That's yeah. true. Bulldogs All just right. have little stubs. Houston has tails. Man. Okay, right, Houston tails. Ready? Flip that coin. Flip that coin. <laughs> tails. 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 All right, so Houston, Houston advances. We got Houston. a tails. To the natty. All right, tails. Bama and K-State. I we I kind of feel like we're obligated Bama to pick K State. Yeah, no, but we are. I don't know. Can I flip a coin. Yeah, let's flip a coin again. Let's, let's do it. it. <laughs> All right, same deal. Kansas State has a head. Alabama is just a letter. Tails. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Here Crimson we go. Tails. Heads. That's tails. That's tails. That's tails. <laughs> I don't know why I thought it was heads. So we got Bama Houston in all red matchup. Yeah. We need less red. That's uh, a lot of red. I guess we got a coin flip. flip, flip <laughs> Who will finally be heads between these teams? Uh Houston starts with an H. That's right. Houston heads. Heads, yeah. yeah Houston sense. heads. Okay. Yeah. Alright, let's will we again. again? Come on, heads. Come on, heads. Tails! Oh, dang it! What? Three, yeah, three straight tails. I think it's rigged. It's rigged. What's what what are the chances of that? Fifty percent. Three straight 12.25% chance of yeah, three straight heads? So. Yeah. Well, right? Yeah, it's yeah like I think that. so. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Because it goes down exponentially. Yeah. 50, uh-huh. 25, 12.5. Well, it'd be funny if none of those teams were actually <laughs> in the final four. <laughs> we just did all that for nothing. Um, okay. Finally, before we end, we have to do it again. We did this last year. Where we all picked a team from the Sweet 16, we t- pick That's five true. each, and then the remaining team, if we don't pick it, if they win the national championship, then we have a punishment affixed to it. Last yeah. year, Uh-oh. we did not pick Kansas, and Kansas won. We were supposed to watch a ba- baseball game all the way through with no distractions. It never happened. <laughs> That's true. We'll be better this year, so I, like st- stuff's just got in the way of this, it, this past It was year. a very wild summer. It mm-hmm. was. That's true. Um, but we will come up with a punishment. Uh, do we have a punishment right off the bat, or should we think about it? Ask the listeners. Mm. Come back next week. Should we redo the Wendy's four for four? Uh, no. Ooh, I had I had a Wendy's over the weekend. <laughs> Just tried to get something fast and quick during the the little window, the thirty minute window they give you. Terrible. I had diarrhea <laughs> all night long. <laughs> okay. No Wendy's. No then. Wendy's. <laughs> should we do something like similar uh, with like a Taco Bell? Like we could do get like a Taco Bell like cravings box. And put like Baja Blast in it. Ew. Just the whole cravings box. Yeah, with with Baja Blast. We'll whip it up. I mean, I'm I'm open to that. I say we workshop it. That's a good starting point. I, mean, I, yeah, I yeah. think that's pretty good. I'm not gonna <laughs> We're gonna have to use that at some point in the football season, at the very least. Yes. Yeah. Love those blended up fast food meals. <laughs> those are classic. <laughs> go back to the well. <laughs> All right, let's Come get it. All right, should we do it? Who wants let's to go pick. first? Should we snake draft in this? Yeah, let's snake yeah. draft it. Wait, how, um, how are we picking? We just point to it? Uh, you can just pick one. On the back of the sticky note is yeah, written... Sticky notes, guys. Uh, it's written a team. You can kind of see the team, so don't look at them too I, hard. I can't see, so I can, we're good. Okay, perfect. Uh, Justin, you go first, and then Ooh. Dan, would you like to go second or last? Uh, I'd like to go second. Okay. <laughs> because it's random, I guess. <laughs> I'm going to go right here. Um, okay. Which means I get... Duh, 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 duh. We got 
Sparty. Sparty. Okay. Just got Michigan State. Michigan State. Okay. I'll take it. It's for the winner, right? Yes. And if we have the winner, then we'll do like some sort of prize for the winner. We'll buy you a shirt of the team. Shirt thing. Yeah. 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 Little shirt trick. All right. This sticky note has. Bama. Bama. Oh no. Do you want a Bama shirt? Official podcast pick. (laughs) A Bama shirt. You know that's a good question. Yeah. Uh oh, great! I got FAU. Hey, <laughs> I will gladly take a shirt of FAUs. I'm not gonna lie. That'd be fun. Are we going snake? Oh, the, yeah, yeah, snake. snake. Oh, okay, I'll go snake. again. Um, it really matters on this draft. It, so you, it's fair to Jared. It is fair. It's random picks. See, I got UCLA. They okay. were my two-two pick overall, anyway. So. FAU, Ukla. Okay. Yeah. Number two on his board. Yeah, they're in the regions. I'm gonna go with this one. We have San Diego State. Nice. You got the two right. teams we hate the most in the tournament. And Dan's going to be out one after the first game. Yeah. <laughs> Give me that t-shirt. Hey, but in the other words, you're guaranteed an Elite Eight team. Mm. Hey, that that's true. Spin zone. That's why I picked them. Houston. Oh. Wow. wow. Okay, I'll Strong take pick. I like Strong pick. Dan, uh, Justin's going with culture over here. Houston, Sparty. Houston, Sparty. And culture picks. Kansas State. Oh, oh, Justin's looking it. pretty good. He's got two I'll of our nice, official podcast nice. Final Four teams. My next pick is Arkansas. <laughs> okay. The must bus. Dan is just the loving just SEC teams, San Diego State. Yeah. All the teams we don't like. Uh, I got Texas. Okay. I got the okay. the two departures, UCLA, Texas. Oh, and FAU, too, all leaving the conference. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my fourth pick is Creighton. Creighton. Okay. Wow, I've got all four regions on the board here. All right. Look at that. Good stuff. Okay, back to Dan. My next pick. Ooh, that was that was intense. That was bigger. Xavier. Xavier. The X Town. Okay, these are my last two picks. Oh boy, make them good. Make them good, Justin. I'm gonna go with this one right here in the middle. Okay. Okay. Good pick. Good pick. I like that. Good Which pick. is UConn. UConn. Okay. Uh, Dan Hurley. Uh, on you or Conte. I feel pretty strongly <laughs> about this one. I was going to take that one, but this one keeps right. calling me. He's okay. Let's see what it is. Tennessee. Okay. Hey. Decent. This is pretty Decent. good. Yeah, okay. Decent. Yeah, I'll take that. Out of Kansas State and Hugh, you have three of the four teams in the Midwest or the West. Or huh. No, the East. Whatever the <laughs> bottom one, line region is. That is regions. not good. But it, uh, yeah. it is also very good. Because it guarantees me. Yeah. It almost guarantees you a Final Four team. You okay. odds. Yeah. Yeah. All right, my next, yes. my last pick is... Oh, rip the page. <laughs> Gonzaga. Okay. Okay. Will this be the year for Gonzaga? I'm glad that they're not, that they weren't the one left on the board. Yes. I, I, I think we feel better about that. Yeah. Okay, now this is the important one. I remember I was stuck in this position last year. Yeah. And it was like between Kansas and like... St. Peter's or something. And I chose St. Peter's. Um, Alright. I'm switching. I'm going oh. this one. Princeton! Princeton! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! Jared, you did it again! I've done it, it again! 15 seed at the last pick. I've and done it again. you behind? Miami! Okay, okay. so I guess we're okay. okay. We're fine with that. I think we're, we're feeling safe. pretty comfortable that we'll avoid a punishment, right? Yeah, we seem safe. If Miami is... What we're going with, you know. Yeah. Yeah. We have all the one seeds and the two seeds and the three seeds and the four seeds. This is, this is a five seed. I think, I think we're good. Doesn't count. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take it. All right. Uh, I, that's that's an interesting draw. Um, 
I guess we'll see. We'll all be rooting against Miami, and then after that, it's every man for himself. I mean, yeah. what else is new? We always root against Miami. <laughs> Miami. Yeah. Uh, anyway, parting thoughts before we get out of here. March Madness is absolutely the greatest postseason in sports. I think we can all agree. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Um, it was an awesome weekend. Looking forward to doing it again. Yeah, get your rest these next few days until Thursday, mm-hmm. where we do it again. We may do a Royal Strong and True podcast watch party, mm-hmm. depending. We'll see yeah. what happens. Okay. Uh, next week is Voodoo Hate Week. True. So get ready. Uh, stay away from Black Magic and we your friends voodoo. from the other side. I hope you're doing that anyway. I got <laughs> friends on the other side. That was beautiful, Dad. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Royal Strong and True Podcast. We are grateful that you listened to this point in the episode. If you did, we are sorry and we will not pay for any of the mental health counseling that you will need after listening to us for this long. But we love you and we're grateful that you listened. If you enjoyed the episode, please download the episode, leave a five-star review, or leave any other review. I don't know. Any, yeah. Yeah. We appreciate your honest feedback. Make sure you're following us on Instagram and Twitter at Loyal to Royal Pod. We'll see you next time. Bye bye now. Thank you. Goodbye now. <laughs>